Welcome to Memorizing Scripture. I'm your host, Gordon, and this week is Review Week for some of the scriptures we've learned the past month. I just want to remind you guys, before we start this podcast, I want this podcast to me, I'm like a, your personal gym trainer. I'm here to outline what verses we're doing, of course, and I want to help exercise our brain muscles to understand what we're doing by giving little devotionals and then also check in to see how we're doing throughout the weeks and the months to come. And so from the five verses that we've memorized so far, we're going to review them each day. And here's the review verse that we have for today. I'm going to read it and I'm going to have some fill in the blanks just for you to listen to. And then at the end of the podcast, I will tell you which verse it was. You might already know, of course. And it says, if we confess our blank, he is faithful and blank to blank us our sins and to blank us from all blank. Okay, so that is the review verse for today. And I'll let you know at the end which one it was. Again, our verses to choose from are 1 John 1, 9, Romans 12, 2, 1 Corinthians 10, 13, 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, and 2 Corinthians 5, 17. But this week, we are also learning a brand new verse to memorize, and that's 1 John 4, 7, and 8. 1 John 4, 7, and 8. And so let's go ahead and jump into that one and learn a little bit about the context of it. So here we go. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. Great. Great. All right, so as we jump into the context of this verse, first we want to know who's writing it. And yesterday I mentioned that the Apostle Paul is writing it. Uh, the book, the letter, the epistle is called 1 John. And while he doesn't give a normal greeting, there's no structure uh, like there is when Paul writes. There's no intro or greeting or conclusion. But we consider it an epistle because of its character and its tone. And so the Apostle John writes this epistle, and he writes this series of epistles, 1 John, 2 John, and 3 John. And if we know anything about the Apostle John, I will just first say he is the John uh, of Jesus, the disciples, James and John. Those are brothers. They are the sons of Zebedee. And Jesus gave him the nickname, brothers, the sons of thunder. Those brothers, the sons of thunder. And so maybe it had to do with their personality or their behavior. But we do know that, you know, they were go-getters as we read certain examples in the Bible. But Let's go ahead and jump into the epistle. And he starts off in verses one or chapter one, verse four. He says, I'm writing this entire letter to you basically so that your joy may be complete. So as we read the things that he's writing about in this epistle, they should bring us joy. We should respond with joy. And the reason being is because the main thrust of this letter is John discussing the fundamentals of the Christian faith. And so over and over again, he speaks of love, he speaks of obedience, he speaks of abiding with God, he speaks of false teaching also, and antichrist, he mentions that. And so this letter is cyclical in nature, it cycles through the same topics over and over, and as he revi revisits each topic, he expands on it more or slightly different ways. And so we see that the, the main goals of this, like I mentioned earlier, he said, I'm writing to you that this are, so your joy may be complete. Right, so in first or uh, chapter one, verse four, he says that. But then also he says in uh, chapter two, verse one, he says, "My little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin." And then in chapter five, verse thirteen, he says, "I write these things to you who believe in the name 
of the Son of God that you may know you have eternal life. So there's three main goals there in this epistle about why he's writing these things. First, it's the joy so that our joy may be complete. And he says, I'm writing to you so that you may not sin. So it's our pursuit of holiness. And then, or, or to be holy. And, and then in chapter five, again, he writes, I'm writing these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life. So that's the security we have in our belief in Jesus Christ, that we can be secure that we will spend eternity with God in heaven. And so as we read through the letter, and by the time we get to our memory verse, if you read it from 1 John 1, 1 all the way to where we're at with our memory verse, we would have already read about love and loving one another several times. And we're gonna, I'm going to pick that up tomorrow. I'm going to go through all the different cyclical parts. And instead of doing other supporting verses, I kind of want to just go through the book, but that'll be for tomorrow. And this section really hits home on that the love from God, his perfect love is from God and God alone. And so I just want to read you uh, just the five verses of the section. We could go down to verse 21, but if we start in verse 7 and we go to verse 12, you can kind of see it in just a slightly bigger context. Again, we start with our memory verse. And in 1 John 4, and here we go, verses 7, it says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God loved us, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. Again, this thought continues to verse 21, but I'm just going to stop there because there's just so much. I mean, he, he says the word love over and over and over again that it's from God and he really wants to hit that home. And as we look at this verse, if it, that word propitiation, if that stuck out to you, um, basically that word is an atoning sacrifice, um, the propitiation, one who makes, um, you know, a, a atoning sacrifice for our sins. And there's a, there's a lot to un unpack with that word too, but I just wanted to point that out in case you've never heard that word before or if it was just unfamiliar. But the final thought with this verse is that this clearly explains that God is love this section of scripture and even the whole book, like I'd mentioned and how we understand that love by God sending Jesus into the world so that we, we may truly live. And so like in verse 10, not that we have loved God, we did nothing. God chose to love us by sending Jesus. Therefore God's love is reigning in us that we will be manifested by loving one another. Like it said in verse 12, that if God abides in us, his love is perfected in us. And in other words, the good work that he's putting in us with love and that what we're doing and it's abiding, abiding in us, his love is perfected because it's being shown in all the works that we do, all the good works that Jesus has before us. So we know this because if God's love is in you, it will be revealed as selflessness and self-sacrificing to others, which is God's first ex main example of God's love by sacrificing Jesus. So that is today's uh, topic.
with going over the context of where this verse lies and who wrote this verse. Um, and so we're going to jump back into review week. We'll, we'll talk about the rest of this um, with some key points and uh, on Thursday. But we're going to jump back into our review week. And I will recite the memory verse uh, for review. And here we go. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So hopefully those fill in the blanks helped from before if you didn't memorize those. But if you did and you knew that it was 1 John 1, 9, which is also the, <laughs> the book that we're pulling our memory verse for this week from, then you got it right. So this is that verse is 1 John 1, 9. Again, it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. All right. So great job this week. Um, I want to continue to encourage you guys that as we're learning our memory verse this week, 1 John 4, 7 through 8, write it out. Put it in note cards, recite it out loud in the car with me. Use our 20-second podcast on just the verse to repeat it in your car over and over again. And so um, I would encourage you guys to do that. Also, if you have any questions, comments, ideas, woes, or things to share on this podcast, you can email me at ideamailbag at gmail.com. That's ideamailbag at gmail.com. And also, please like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. I actually really want to hear how this is helping you guys. So you can email me or leave comments. And if you want to help get the word out, all those algorithms really like participation. So again, like, subscribe, comment, rate, review. And that would be really, really helpful. So let's go ahead and repeat our memory verse one more time today. I'm going to repeat each line twice. And I'd like you to say it the second time so you can get involved and help memorize it by speaking it out loud. Here we go. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God. Anyone who does not love does not know God. Because God is love. Because God is love. All right, terrific job today. Great work. And until next time, continue to put on the mind of Christ.